With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's time for the High Altitude Mentorship Show with J.T. DeVolt. J.T. is an international success coach, inspirational speaker, and award-winning author of Flight Plan to Success. J.T. worked his way up through the ranks from enlisted aircraft mechanic to combat-decorated naval aviator. And he's here to give you the success strategies for better focus, clarity, and mental toughness to accomplish your missions in business and life. And now, here's your host, J.T. Hello, my friends. J.T. DeVolt with you today for the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Great to be with you on a Wednesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, live. And you know what that means? It's time to come together and talk about leadership, entrepreneurship, and live in the high-performance, high-altitude life. And I say good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it is for you, no matter where you are tuning in from on the Big Blue Marble. Thanks for joining me here each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. For the High Altitude Mentorship Show, brought to you as always by FlyWithJT.com. That's FlyWithJT.com, your one-stop shop where you can download a complimentary copy of my award-winning book, Flight Plan to Success, in its entirety. And, of course, stay connected to everything going on in the high-altitude community. Lots of cool stuff coming down the pike, so make sure you get connected over there at FlyWithJT.com. So today we're going to continue the keys to success series we started that last week something i'm pretty stoked about and uh this week we're going to talk about something that i think is extremely important to entrepreneurial success in fact it's important to life success right so not just business success but success in life and i believe it's one of the key tenets of really leadership it's one of the one of the most important leadership traits and that is decisiveness the ability to be able to make a decision, but also to make great decisions. You've probably seen this before, maybe even experienced this in the past, where you're up against something important. Maybe it's a deadline, maybe it's a you know kind of a crunch time, or one of those those key situations in your business and life where you are the one that has to make a decision. Maybe you felt that pressure before, where you know the game's on the line. You've got a you know either a, a, a big contract to sign or you want to have somebody sign a big contract, you're making a big sales pitch, whatever it might be. But something comes up and you have to make a decision. Maybe you have to make a concession in what the contract says or outlines or stipulates. Maybe you have to be the person that steps up and does more or does less, and that's a major decision. Whatever the situation may be, likely somewhere in your life you've been in a high-pressure situation where you had to make a critical decision. And it's interesting how in those moments it can feel like one of the loneliest places to be unless you've sort of rooted yourself in this ability to make decisions, to be a decisive type of person. It's different than being an action taker. It's even different than being a person with vision and purpose, although those are extremely important. We'll talk a little bit about how that ties in here in just a second. Being decisive is really a way of life. And it's one of the things that the key leaders 
in business and in life operate on a day-to-day basis. In fact, they operate in a minute-by-minute basis is that ability to be able to see things and make quick and, and accurate decisions, good decisions, not just sort of whimsical decisions. And maybe you've seen that before where somebody's just sort of off on the next tangent, right, chasing another shiny object. Well, they, listen, technically they're being decisive, right? Technically, the ability to jump at something on a whim or perhaps, you know, under uh, some sort of duress where they feel like they have to make a decision right now and suddenly they make a really awful decision, they do it again and again and again, that's being decisive, I guess, to a point. So the key to it is to be able to analyze the situation and see the environment and understand that as, as best you can and make a decision based on that information. But we want to do it in the most effective way. But how do we do it? How do we become more decisive? Well, first and foremost, let's understand really the, the, the reasoning behind decisiveness. What is it that causes us to, cre- to, to either make a decision or not to? Very often decisions are made based on a preconceived notion about something. So if I come up to you and I say, hey, would you like to buy a hand grenade? <laughs> that decision may be a pretty snap, pretty easy judgment for you. You may be able to say yes or no to that. And based on how you perceive that situation or how you receive that information in that situation, you may say to yourself, yeah, absolutely, I'll take that hand grenade. Or the question may be, well, what's the cost? How much are you asking for the hand grenade? Where did the hand grenade come from? You know, how long has it been around? What's the shelf life on this thing? Is it stable enough or is this something that could blow up even with the pin out? Or you may say, no way, I don't want that in my life at all. Isn't it interesting? Because that same question could be asked many different times. In a sales process, people are going to come up and they're going to ask you certain questions, either when you are being sold to or when you are selling to them. And that understanding of how people operate and make decisions can be a key influencer in how well you sell and how well you buy, how well you purchase. One thing I love to tell my my entrepreneur clients, of course, is that uh, I have trained myself to become a buyer, which is different than a consumer. Consumers aren't necessarily people who make great decisions. Consumers are just there to, to grab whatever's coming at them. Impulse buyers, for instance people that will go through that checkout line and see that thing kind of hanging there and say, ah, I didn't come into the store for that, but I want it, and they'll swoop it up, and pretty soon they've got a house full of that kind of garbage and junk that uh, they later regret or perhaps don't need or just end up throwing away and become wasteful. A buyer, on the other hand, knows exactly what they want. A buyer can walk into any kind of a situation, retail or otherwise, and walk out with exactly what they want, sometimes without paying as much as everybody else paid for that same thing. They become better negotiators. Why? Because they have a clear understanding of the situation and their reality or their relation to that situation. The other part about this and being decisive is knowing that when you finally see what you are after, how to how to go after and get it. Have you ever had this example where you said, Oh, I know exactly what I want, and that thing lands in your lap. And then all of a sudden, you start asking more and more questions, and the situation, the opportunity vaporizes. If you ever watch the the television show Shark Tank, you can see this quite a bit. You'll see the entrepreneurs that come in and present their offer. They'll say, I'm looking for a half a million dollars, you know, $500,000 for 20% of of my company. And one of the sharks will say, here's $500,000 for 20%. And the person in the moment will pause. 
And they'll say, well, would you consider 12%? Of course, the shark says, what are you talking about? You came in asking for 20%. I'm giving you exactly what you wanted. And you'll see this quite a bit. It happens more often than you might expect. It seems like the dream situation where one of these celebrity sharks, celebrity entrepreneurs, is going to give the entrepreneur exactly what they're asking for, and yet they pause. The entrepreneur pauses and says, I don't know. So the key to this is to be decisive. The key is to understand that as a leader in business and life, you have to be in a place. You have to refine this skill set, and it is truly a skill. It's almost an art form. And be able to not just make a decision, but be able to make a great decision. So how do we do it? Well, the first part is you got to know what it is you want in life. One of the things that I've noticed in all the years I've been coaching entrepreneurs is when it comes time, crunch time, for them to make a decision, oftentimes they kind of waffle, right? They waver back and forth. And a lot of times that waffling or that delay comes from a place of not knowing what they want in the first place. They lack that clarity. And it's so important to have the clarity in what you want in business and life, in any kind of situation. I was having a conversation with a client about two weeks ago, and he brought something up that was super important. And I thought it was, you know, at the time, I thought, man, that's, really, that's a really great way to approach life. And he said, every single day when I wake up, I set an intention for what I want for that day. Now, it might sound a little bit woo-woo to say, well, I'm going to set an intention. Well, what does that mean? It means we're going to show up intentional. We're going to be very intentional and on point and on purpose each and every single day in how we approach our day. And guess what? All of a sudden, his business started to grow. Suddenly, not only did he have the clarity, but he maintained the clarity, even sometimes in a very confusing situation, because he was intentional about how he operated. He said, today is the day where I'm going to have 15 clients call me, or this is the day where I'm going to finally make that sale and close that deal. Today's the day where I'm going to write that ad copy that's going to be awesome, and I'm going to feel amazing about it, and it's going to be well-received you know, by my audience. And because he had that sense of, uh, of, of purposefulness, if you will, intentional, all of a sudden now, he was getting the results he wanted because he knew what he wanted. He had, he had invested the time in getting clear on what he wanted from life. As we approach this new year coming up here next week, I want you to have that same level of intention behind what you do. If you want to make better decisions and be more decisive in your business and life, you've got to start off in getting crystal clear on what you want from your business and life. How much time have you invested in getting really clear on what it is you want from 2016 and beyond? Don't worry about the next year after that. Don't worry about five or ten years down the road. I'm just talking about over the next 12 months. When we flip the calendar over here, it's game on, right? When that ball drops on New Year's Eve, it's game on. question is, how are you going to play that first quarter of the game? How are you going to play the second quarter? How are you going to play the second half? How are you going to play all 12 months? When you know what you want in business and life, you get more of what you want. When you know what you want, that's what you focus on, and what you focus on expands. You get more of the stuff you focus on. If you want more drama, more negativity, that's what you get. If you want more sales, you get more sales. If you want more revenue, if you want better clients, you start to get more revenue, you start to get better clients. But you've got to ask yourself, and you've got to know exactly what you want. And if this has been an area of struggle, then you and I need to talk. Because this is some place that you desperately, really, really need to make that investment of, of, your, of your future or investment in your future is to get clear on what it is you want. And that's the first element 
in this key to success of being decisive. The second one is to look at all of the possibilities. Look at all of them, as many as you can. Now, what does that mean? That means if you said, listen, this is the year I'm going to make my first million. Okay, let's look at the possibilities. What if you don't? What are the things that could hold you back from not making that first million? Or what if you made more than a million? What would lead to that? We start looking at all the different possibilities. Now you've given yourself a chance to expand your mind just a little bit. Now the whole point to this is not to overthink things. In fact, the whole point to becoming more decisive is to understand how to see the opportunities within a cloud of confusion. Sometimes that cloud of confusion is represented by opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, and the whole point is to be able to make a decision inside that cloud of opportunity so that we're not chasing shiny objects, but rather we're chasing what it is we really came for, which is why that first point I made was you've got to know what you want. But you also have to look at all the other possibilities and ask yourself, are those other possibilities better for what I'm looking for? You know, you may say, look, you know, one way that I'm going to boost my income and my revenue and my business is to take on social media marketing. We're going to go hard on social media. Well, what are the other possibilities of ways that might bring revenue in? What if it was, say, email marketing, for instance? Now, all of a sudden, we change our, our, our strategy just slightly, but it might be better for us. It might cost us less money, but it might be more effective, for instance, based on the relationship we have with our list. It's just another way of looking at the possibility of getting the result you want, the outcome you want. And when you have all those data points, suddenly you can start to make better decisions. Which brings me to the third point. And the third point is, is you want to know the facts. Not the impressions, not the opinions, but the actual facts. Because a lot of times you'll hear people say, ah, email marketing, for instance, to use that same conversation, doesn't work. Or social, you know, Facebook advertising is not what you want if you want to build a professional, uh, uh, you know, sort of following. You should go on LinkedIn, for instance. Well, that may or may not be true, depending on your industry. It may or may not be true for your product and service. So you've got to know the facts behind it, not just the opinions. Now, here's the interesting thing about knowing facts, though, is you want to invest a little bit of time in the research. It's not just about collecting data. It's about actually analyzing the data, but not to the point of paralysis of analysis, right? You don't want to become so paralyzed by analyzing that you're not making a forward pro you're not making a decision that sort of defeats the whole point of being decisive. Really, this part is about developing the decisiveness within yourself, the ability to be able to analyze data in a quick and efficient fashion to be able to assimilate that information, take it on board, and then uh, you know, go, uh, go consider all the variables, if you will. The next piece to this, though, as you're considering all those facts, is to also consider the consequences. Consider the facts, but consider the consequences to making the decision. So here's a great example. Somebody says, well, JT, I'm not sure what I should do. You know, I'm not sure if I should, if I should um, you know, launch this product or if I should wait. The question is, all right, well, what happens if you do launch it? What are the consequences? What are the consequences if you don't? What are the consequences if you launch early and it's not quite ready? Or what's the consequences if you hold back another three months? We always want to look at the different consequences because, again, it's about training our brains to see the situation for what it is as opposed to just being emotionally involved or being so, you know, sort of microscopically uh, uh, observant. We want to see the big picture. We want to step outside and see it from the 30,000-foot view, not just from the 30-foot view. 
because sometimes the 30 feet view doesn't give us the whole landscape. When we consider the consequences of either taking the action or not taking the action, consider the consequences of saying yes or saying no. Consider the consequences of staying stuck and overwhelmed or trusting our gut and moving forward, then all of a sudden, now we can start to become more decisive because we realize there is actually a game going on. It's not even a question of, well, what if I win or lose? It's a question of saying, hey, the game clock's running. You do realize you're playing the game of life right now. And the more involved you're in that game of life, the more decisive, the more you're actively seeking out a challenge in order to make a decision within the context of that challenge, that's where you become a lot more decisive. You train your brain and you develop that decision-making muscle. The fifth part, though, that I think is extremely important in this whole concept, and really, frankly, this is the center of gravity for decisiveness, to becoming more decisive and making better decisions in your business and life, comes down to believing in yourself. There is a self-belief and a self-confidence that has to be in place in order to see yourself as a good decision-maker. A lot of times what happens is, we go through life and we go through our, our trials and tribulations. We trip and we tumble a little bit. And again, what do we focus on? We focus on our mistakes and, and, and our setbacks. What if instead of that, though, we considered the fact that we even put ourselves in a position to be in a challenging situation? That in and of itself is something that should require or does require a little bit of honor, right? We've got to honor ourselves and say, hey, at least I was playing the game big. At least I was playing the game to win. And so I made an attempt to make a decision, wasn't the best decision, but guess what? Now I've learned. I've taken it on board. That experience is now part of me, and I'm better equipped to be more decisive. Not just to be more decisive, but also to, to make a better decision, right? Not just about pulling the trigger faster, but pulling the trigger with better aim. That's decisiveness. So we have to believe in ourselves. You, your self-belief, the degree to which you believe in yourself will actually dictate your decisiveness. It will also dictate the accuracy of the decisions that you make. But here's the interesting part. There's more to making decisions. There's more to being decisive than just the act of making a decision. More than just taking the action on a decision. It's also how do you adjust to that situation. And part of that is, is the, sixth le the sixth step, and that is to trust and allow. The final part to this is you just sometimes have to trust and allow. And that means allowing, trusting and allowing in the process. Trusting and allowing in yourself to follow through in that process, right? So something comes up, there's an opportunity, there's a, something is presented to you, you have to make a decision. You have to first and foremost know what you want. You've got to look at all the possibilities. You've got to know the facts. You've got to consider the consequences. You've got to believe in yourself. And then there's just a part where you just have to trust and allow the situation. You just have to trust and allow the fact that you probably made the right decision. And if you didn't, you know that you can adjust accordingly. That part is the master step. So often, entrepreneurs are the kind of type A control freaks, right? We want to be in total control. We want to make sure that we're driving the ship. We're the captain of our own destiny. So therefore, we feel that we're going to be in charge and in control of everything, which of course is not true. There's an element to it where we just have to trust and allow. We have to believe enough in ourselves to be able to sort of land on our own two feet and adjust accordingly. That trust and allow piece is extremely important. In order to be more decisive, 
it's not just about pulling the trigger on a decision. It's about pulling the trigger on the decision, actually formulating a decisive process, a process where we can assimilate the data, take it on board, and then say yes or no, move forward or step back, step up or, or step down, and then actually take the action on the decision. Because it's one thing to say, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. It's another thing to actually physically do it. And then to be able to follow through and see it through to the end. If you want to be more decisive, it comes down to those six things. Number one, knowing what you want. So you've got to work on that. Work on being very clear on what it is you want. Number two is to look at all or at least as many possibilities as you can. You want to give yourself options. Having excellent options is a key to success in business and life and also a key to success in making better decisions. Number three is to seek out and know as many facts as possible, not opinions, not possibilities, not just, you know, sort of hearsay, but actual facts around the situation. Train yourself to seek out the facts so that you're better equipped to make a better decision. Number four is to consider the consequences. What's the outcome? What are the possible things, you know, outcomes and consequences of either making the decision or not making the decision? That will oftentimes propel you or inspire you to actually make the decision. Number five is to believe in yourself, and frankly, number five is as important as all of this. It's the center of gravity to better decision-making. And number six, you've got to trust and allow. You've got to trust and allow in the process. You've got to trust and allow in yourself. You've got to trust and allow the fact that it can and will work out, even if it doesn't work out initially. The old saying goes, everything works out in the end. If it hasn't worked out, it isn't the end. So you've got to trust and allow the process and trust and allow yourself to find a way to win in the end. My friends, this show is a wrap. It's my privilege to come at you each and every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern right here on the High Altitude Mentorship Show. Looking forward to doing it again next week. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to all of you all around the world. I am grateful and privileged to be with you every single Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Looking forward to doing it again next week. And remember... No matter what course you fly in life, fly high, fly fast, and fly far. We'll talk to you next week. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.